My name is Chloe Jean and I'm the founder of The Unconventional Way. I'm an energetics and manifestation mentor for ambitious female. I teach you how to use advanced psychology and the science of manifestation to create a personal and professional life you are obsessed about. This podcast is for the high achieving women just like you who are looking for the unconventional way to get the results you desire. Hello and welcome back on Unconventional for a special episode, a kinky play party kind of episodes because you guys have requested this. Oh my God, you were a lot of you requesting this episode. So last weekend we went to a play party, a kink party with my boyfriend. It was the second play party that we went to. And, you know, I was dressing up, feeling sexy, excited about this party that we were going to. So if you're not familiar first with play party, king party, I'm just going to give you some update around what it is. So you, you know, like, what are we talking about? Because I discovered this world just a few months ago. And I'm still quite new to this world and it's been fascinating for me and I've, yeah, so much expansion and discovery and um, healing as well that happened in this kind of spaces. So I've been in exploring like more my sexuality and the Tantra world since November 2022. Basically, after my breakup with my ex, I moved, uh, I went to Bali first and to see my best friend who was there. And I've always been interested in around like Tantra sexuality, but I don't know, I never felt like I was in the right space or didn't feel really attracted by, I don't know, it just was in my awareness, but didn't really feel the call to do anything with it yet. And when I was in Bali in November, it just happened to have a workshop, a Tantra workshop that happened in Obud. And we went there with my best friend And I was mind-fucking-blown by it. I was just like, oh my god. I just touched the tip of the iceberg of, of something incredible. And if you don't know what is Tantra, you have no idea about it, I'm inviting you to listen to the episode with Shaft Udin. We recorded an episode. He is an amazing Tantra teacher. Uh, super funny and is is amazing. So if you haven't listened to this episode, I um, highly recommend you to listen to the Tantra episode first. I think it's just a few episodes before this one. Um, and so I went to this event and it was really healing and, and allowing me to express more and more my sexual energy in a safe space where I didn't feel judged. Because I think growing up, I've always had a lot of sexual energy and I always felt quite in touch with my sexuality, but I also felt really repressed. I felt like it wasn't something I was supposed to be showing or playing with or use, utilizing. And I felt quite, sh I was quite shamed for it. I remember multiple times in high school, um, I was already like quite in touch with my sexuality, but felt judged by other women or, you know, like had this slut reputation around high school because I had sex with many men. And I was like, okay, so it's not what I'm meant to do. But at the same time, it's part of me. And I had this really fighting, like, you know, like this push and pull with my own sexuality. 
And same, even in the, when I did my study, when I studied engineering, was in the engineering school studying chemical engineering, it was the same thing happening on repeat, right? Everything that happened in college and, and in high school then happened when I was in a, at university. So same thing happened. I was in a relationship. Anyway, I'm passing the details. But anyway, I was always in touch with my sexuality, but felt never fully accepted with who I was and the amount of sex drive that I had. I always felt like I had to push it down, make it less, because I was going to be judged by other women or wouldn't be accepted. Or I would be like, oh, everyone would be saying to me, like, I'm trying to hit on everyone, flirt with everyone. And I was like, okay, so I'm not supposed to do this. And if I want to belong, if I want to have, you know, female friends, I need to be more, uh, you know, like, I need to be less sexual, basically. So I was really, like, growing up, it was quite tough sexually for me I loved it but at the same time I had to keep quiet around what I was doing in order for me to be accepted anyway fast forward to November 2022 when I did my first tantra workshop it was very liberating for me because I realized that oh my god there's so many other people out there who are like me who are in touch with their sexuality which and who are ashamed of, you know, having an orgasm in front of everyone in, you know, in the room, or who isn't um, feeling awkward about, you know, touching the other person in a certain way, or, you know, giving a blowjob uh, to someone in front of other people, right? So I was like, oh my god, this is so great, like, I found my people, and that was really enlightening for me, in this moment and then went back to France did my thing and then came back to Bali in in February this year 2023 and I've been since being in Bali I kept exploring my sexuality and I've been really in touch with this exploration where I'm just super curious I'm in this space where I'm like okay so here clearly it's the right spot for me to be exploring this and at the same time I met a man who is exactly on the same wavelength of wanting to explore with me so it's been amazing and beautiful and we've and one of my desire and wanting to explore was this kink play party that I've heard of through another one of my friends who did uh, some tantra um, education and you know workshops and um, so we went there for the first time a few weeks ago. And it was an interesting experience because I was quite nervous before going there. I was like, oh my God, okay, I don't know how what it's going to be like and how, if I'm going to be triggered. You know what's going to happen? I had no fucking idea. Went there, we had an incredible experience. It was so magical, so beautiful. I'm going to pass the detail because I want to go directly to the thing that happened last this weekend but anyway we had an incredible experience left had multiple orgasm like it was delicious and beautiful amazing and so we decided to try another party where it was supposed to be more kink and play so I was excited but not as well super turned on just before going there but so anyway I got ready with um, another one of my friends as well as who I'm living with we got ready together and uh, we went there the three of us and it turned out that we 
so we went we were guided through an icebreaker so we were like about in a beautiful villa with about 30 people in it in the villa and three different rooms and first they to, they took us through an icebreaker which was nice but like you know like super light icebreaker just like cute questions about like what do you like um what don't you like what's your boundaries blah blah, blah and all this and so we had this conversation with multiple pe- people in the room but i felt good comfortable but not really turned on at all and once the icebreaker finished we were then led into the three different rooms and so i took my boyfriend and we went into one of the rooms and by going there, you know, like pictures, it was this um, bedroom with, you know, some LED lights, like it was a red LED lights around. There were some toys on the table and probably 10 other people in the same bedroom. So people on the bed next to us, uh, people on the mattress down next to us as well. And... As soon as everyone started to arrive in the room, I was like, okay, so is so my boyfriend started like gently taking a nice cube and like, you know, rubbing it on me. And I was just like taking some deep breaths and feeling the cold and trying to reach connect with uh, my pleasure. And I couldn't. I couldn't. I didn't feel anything. I was not turned on. I didn't feel any sexual attraction, nothing. And as we were doing this, there were some people just next to us on the bed starting to have sex, starting to, you know, to play together. And I just felt so overwhelmed that I was like, oh my God, like right now I can't be, I'm not turned on and I don't know what's going on. And so I just looked at him and I say, hey, I'm not sure why, but I don't feel turned on right now. And he looked at me and was like, oh my God, me too. And so we left the room and we went back into the living room. And then that's where I started to feel super triggered because I was like, fuck, like we're in this environment where I should be turned on. I should be excited, but I'm not. And that started to bubble at the surface, like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> like a bottle of Coke that you just shaked. And I was trying to calm myself down, but at the same time, I felt so inadequate. And I was like, oh my God, I know that, you know, like we're here together and I would love to give him what he wants or what I think he wants, but I'm not able to. And then I started, you know, like to use so much of my brain that it's like, of course, my body is not turned on because I'm using so much of my prefrontal cortex of thinking and analyzing everything that I'm just like so disconnected from my own pleasure. And so there was a lot of frustration, inadequacy, and, you know, wanting to give something to someone, but not being able to. And that was super triggering for me. I was like, okay, I know I I get to relax, but I can't. And so therefore I'm not turned on. And so we had this beautiful discussion and he's been so amazing because he was feeling exactly the same for him. It was like the same. It was not turned on. And for him, it was okay. Like he really accepted it and it was like, yeah, I don't care. But for me, it was this internal pressure of we're in this environment We I should be turned on, but I'm not. And I was making myself so wrong for it and being so frustrated at myself of not being able to be turned on. 
And we had just this beautiful discussion on the couch. And then at some point I was like, okay, let me, so we, I was calming down a bit, but still I could feel I had so much emotion in my chest and in my throat. But I still went and told him, look, maybe we'll just try one more time. And so we stood up from the couch and started heading towards the bedrooms. Went into the first bedroom, I was like, no, not feeling the vibe, nothing is really happening. Moved into the second bedroom, was a bit too much, left, and went to the third bedroom. And in the third bedroom, we entered, and then I saw like three people having sex on the bed and a bit of like pain and violence, but not that much. But when I saw this scene, my brain was just stop functioning and I went into like full full panic almost of (gasps) triggered like triggered as fuck and so I turned around left and at that point I could not even talk I I was just in shock like I was just like in shock shock mode headed towards the table started eating chips without saying anything and then one of my friends who came with us like looked at me and she was like, you okay? And then I burst into tears in the middle of the living room. I just burst into tears and I was like, I don't know what's going on. And, you know, like I'm not turned on and I want to be, but I can't. And now I'm triggered and I'm just feeling so emotional and I don't know what's happening. And oh my God, like that was a, that was a bit of a like five minute uh, meltdown. And at that time, my boyfriend looked at me and was like, we're going, we're going. And, you know, like that, that was it. And it, it was so beautiful because at that point I needed space. I didn't want to talk or explain or, you know, like, or even be reassured or nothing. I just wanted space and no one to touch me. And that was so magical because he gave me exactly what I wanted. He was so understanding, so loving, so kind, like, oh my God, he just drove back home. We head back home. I came, I went in the shower. I just showered myself and I kept repeating, I'm safe. I'm okay. Everything is okay. I'm safe. I'm loved. I'm supported. Everything is okay. On repeating my head when I was showering and trying to calm my nervous system down. And then I headed back out and he was on the couch in the living room watching Netflix. It was a documentary that we watched before together. And I sat down. I didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. He just looked at me, cut a piece of waffle and just fed me with a waffle. He just fed me waffle without asking me anything, without touching me, without, you know, like pressuring me to say something, explain myself, nothing. And that was the most beautiful moment because I was like, oh my God, like, thank you for understanding me without even me needing to speak. And I think that's one thing, you know, that happens when you're in such a great connection with someone is that they just feel what's right. And like we've been knowing each other for just two months. So it's like super recent. Still, you know, we're still discovering each other and what we need when we're triggered, uh, how we we need the other person to behave as well. And it was just so beautiful. They just said nothing left me in my bubble where I really needed that and he just fed me with a waffle. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, this is divine. Thank you so much for this, man. 
And so the whole point was, it's quite interesting to observe our behavior and as well how we deal with it. One thing that happens with our sexual desires and, you know, being aroused is it's linked with our parasympathetic nervous system and sympathetic nervous system. The parasympathetic nervous system is the system, is your autonomic nervous system that calms your body down. And the sympathetic nervous system is the autonomic nervous system that actually turns your system on for making shit happen, doing things, being alert and taking action. And being aroused actually is linked with your parasympathetic nervous system. So for example, if you're super stressed or anxious, you will probably not feel turned on at all. Like there is will be like your sexual arousal would be will be disconnected because this is what's happening in your brain. So for example, what happened at the party for me was like probably there was a bit of stress and pressure and so to for me to be turned on right so I was using my prefrontal cortex to be like okay I need to be turned on at this specific time on this specific day in this environment right so it's like super logical and so therefore by doing this I was actually disconnecting my body from being turned on So that's what you will experience, as I said, like if you're feeling, if you're dealing with a lot of stress at work or you're feeling super anxious about something, you'll probably have a really low libido in this kind of moments. And when your nervous system feels really calm, safe, nurtured and loved, this is when your body opens up and that's where you will feel really turned on. So it was like one key takeaway for me to be like, okay, so depending on how I'm feeling, it all will also impact how aroused I am or I am not. Second point for like about this story that was a great learning was to accept what is without needing to change it. Do you see? Did you see how I behave and how I reacted? I was like, no. How I am being right now is not okay. So I was making myself from for not being turned on. I want to be turned on. So let me try and force myself to be. (laughs) Horrible strategy, right? But in the moment, that's what I did. And so the next, the, the second takeaway for me was like, can I accept more that how I'm feeling right now is okay? I don't need to change. I don't need to be a different way. I don't need to be turned on. I don't need to give anything to anyone. Can I just accept the situation and really truly feel like it's okay? And can I make the most out of it no matter what? The third thing was like expectation kills the game. (laughs) Expectation killed the game. Because when we have expectation, it's like our brain is already preparing a scenario. Right, we're preparing a scenario in our mind on how it's gonna turn out. Hands up if it never turned out how you imagine it. <laughs> Personally, every single time I have some expectation about something, I'm most of the time disappointed because probably what I imagined was better, and then what happened didn't turn out exactly what I wanted. So I one thing that I really learned down to master more in my personal life and business wise. Now I'm learning about sexual, uh, is to let go of the expectation. Learning to really ha- go there with no expectation and just taking 
the situation as it is without needing to change it? Can I accept that what is present right now, what is created right now is perfect regardless of what I thought it was going to be? So that's where like letting go of expectation is really powerful because that brings us back into the present is per- always perfect. The present is always perfect. So whatever I was feeling, instead of making it wrong, another maybe better way or how I could have deal with it was just to accept that I'm not turned on. And can that be okay? Can I still make memories and create a nice and pleasurable experience from this situation even by not being turned on? But I tried at the contrary to change it to manipulate the reality that I had created because that didn't feel good enough. That didn't feel, you know, like what I wanted it to be. So it was another lesson on like surrendering and accepting that what is present right now is perfect. The fourth lesson that I got from this was having a conscious partner is so fucking important, but also you will attract it and him if you're not yet in a conscious relationship or you're wanting it by you as well you know like exploring yourself and you know doing all this inner work right and it's just so beautiful to have someone by your side who accepts you as you are and who doesn't want to change you it didn't try to turn me on. It didn't try to, you know, force me to, to, you know, be a certain way or like made me wrong about how I was feeling. It just fully accepted that I was not turned on and that it was okay and it was still enjoying the time with me. And that felt so delicious to feel that from him. I was like, wow, like this is amazing. I, I don't think I've ever experienced a relationship where I feel so accepted. I feel so loved and so appreciated for who I am just as I am without me needing to perform, without me needing to be a certain way, be turned on, you know, like all the conditions that we put on ourselves sometimes. And that was really an amazing experience to have this connection with him and for him to as well feel me and feel that I needed the spaciousness and give it to me without you know like forcing the dialogue forcing you know him asking me heaps of questions about like how are you what are you feeling and blah 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 no it did not do any of this it just gave me the space and afterwards the next day when I felt ready to talk we had this beautiful conversation. We also had the best sex <laughs> on the morning when we woke up. It was just, mm, oh my God, I was just so turned on, so excited and, you know, super attracted to him and same for him. And so we had this beautiful sex together and love making. It was delicious. And then, yeah, we had this beautiful conversation and explanation on how I was feeling and what came up for me and what was happening and how we felt as well and how we dealt with it and and just coming back together. And I think that's the, the fifth lesson that I got is the more we can navigate challenges in a relationship together, the closest it brings us. 
every single time, like in two months, we've had many conflicts and resolution that happened. And every single time that brought us back closer together. And that's such a new concept for me because I've never had a relationship where I think I felt safe to have conflict and I felt safe to resolve the conflict together. And with him, it's just been this beautiful experience where I can really express how I feel, what's going on for me and find a solution together where it's like, what do you need? And how can I do, what can I do for you to feel a certain way? Or um, what do you need, do you, what do you need to hear? Is there something that you must see or like, and we just have this beautiful in-depth conversation about what we need, how we feel and what will be best next time. And I think there's so much healing that gets to happen within the relationship. You know how sometimes I feel like we can... I, see, I hear that in a lot of women. It's like, oh, I need to heal in order for me to attract a man. Yes and no. Like, who you are right now is already perfect. And you can already attract a beautiful man, conscious, masculine man, who will love you, treat you so well, and, you know, with who you will align with your values. And inside of the relationship, the most beautiful thing that can happen for you is having the spaciousness for healing together because there's going to be some triggers there's going to be something that's going to happen there's going to be some edges that's going to be pushed and if you have this spaciousness to grow together to get closer by going through challenges together that's where you will build the most beautiful experience and relationship that you've ever had and like most of what I had before was there's no problem. There's never any problem. Like in my past relationship, I did not feel comfortable having issue or having conflict with my boyfriend because I feel like if I'm going in a fight with him, it's because we're breaking up. Like that's the only way. So I always was the easygoing girl where everything was going fine. I never wanted to bring anything on the table because I was like, no, it's fine. I can manage it. I can learn how to love it. And so I shut my mouth every single time something was going, was, was not really pleasing for me because I didn't feel safe because I thought like, if I bring it to the table, we're going to break up. That was my default pattern. And so with him learning how to have a conflict, learning how to navigate challenges together has been the most healing thing that I've ever done in my life. And it's just so beautiful, you know, because like the connection is just reinforced every single time. It brings us closer together. It's like, oh, now I understand you so much more. And now I get why you behave like this. Oh, okay. It's because of this that happened in your past that you're doubting this or that you'll lack trust in me about this. And it's just like this empathy and getting to know the other person give you as well so much self-love for yourself and for the other person because it just gives you so much more compassion. It's like, oh, I get it, okay. This is perhaps not working, but I get it. And how can we change this? How can we make this better for us? How can I behave differently? How can you do this differently? How can we communicate in a more healthy way together for us to feel love, feel seen, feel safe, etc. And I'm telling you, like, if you're, 
if you feel like you need to heal everything before meeting your partner, it's never gonna fucking happen. Like life is life, and I th I don't think we ever healed, like fully everything at a certain age. It I don't think it does. I think it's just like this constant unfolding, and navigation of this human experience. That is really fucking fun because it's like it's never ending. It's like, oh, I haven't seen that before or I've seen that before in that context, but not in that context. So don't try to fix yourself, or, you know, like heal, 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 heal. Yes, of course, keep going with the self-development, with this inner work, because that brings you so much joy and it's fun for you to explore yourself. But don't create any condition around like, I need this in order for me to have this. I'm just repeating this because I'm hearing this a lot from women who want to attract a man. And it's like, oh, but I need blah, blah. Anyway, so my point is all of these five key things. It was just such a healing experience. And I'm sure we'll have many, many more to come. But it was really healing for me to be like accepting what is present for me is okay I don't need to change and I am accepted by my man exactly who I am and how I am so if you've been wanting to explore more as well this kink space BDSM sexual like sex parties and stuff like this oh my god do it 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 because if you feel the pull to do this, this is probably like leading you to an edge, to some growth, to some exploration of yourself and your sexuality. And you will find so much healing in it and so much growth that will happen from it. If you're in a relationship, I will highly recommend that you are on fucking point with your communication and boundaries before going to the parties because there is going to be something that are going to probably trigger or you know bring up some stuff and if you are super clear in your communication with your partner before that will really help so make sure that you have yeah a really great communication and you know exactly what's the boundaries what's a yes what's a no and as well being super open and in this conscious relationship where you can feel safe to bring everything to the table to the fullest expression of you without being judged or feeling like you're not good enough or anything like this it's super important and there's so much healing that happens as well so yeah it, like go for it if you have been called to do it go for it i'm sure you will meet the right people at the right time that will give you the numbers and the private invites Most of these parties as well, because I'm getting a lot of wonder, um, people re asking me things like how it happens, blah, blah. It's private parties. Like it's nowhere you wouldn't find it, any advertisement anywhere else. It's private invite only. And um, so if you're into wanting more of this or discovering more of this in your relationship or if you're single... Go for it and uh, make sure as well that you'll feel supported emotionally. If you have a coach, a therapist, someone that you can really talk to, that you feel super safe with and that is also experienced in this kind of um, topics, that will really, really help as well to have someone by your side to explore more of your sexuality and your desires and what really turns you on and all the triggers that will come with it. Knowing that it's okay, it's part of it, it's part of our journey, it's part of the self-development and this exploration phase and, you know, like this human game that we're in, in this, you know, on this planet Earth. So go for it. 
play and uh, be open as well. Like it, it's really amazing. Oh, I have so much to say about this kind of parties, but what I found was so amazing because there's so much permission. It's like a giant permission slip to be yourself and to feel respected in whatever is your kink. Whatever is like the thing that turns you on, like you will, you know, see some people who loves having their partner on a leash and walk them around as an animal. It's like, it's their kink, it's what they love. It's just like, they love this. And everyone respect this. You will see some men who are like, you know, tall, beautiful, handsome men who love to be a woman in this kind of environment. So they just turn themselves into a woman for, you know, a few hours. And everyone is respectful of everyone else's kink. One of my girlfriends says, you don't yak anyone else's yum. I love this so much. It's like you don't shame or blame or you don't shame anyone else's kink or, you know, things that turn them on because that turns them on and that's their thing. So it's like this kind of environment really opens you even more to self, to acceptance and to respect and to give everyone so much love for whatever is their thing without judgment, without judging, without judgment. It's like a very non-judgmental space, which is amazing. Like it's give you so much, like it gave me so much more confidence as well to express myself, to be even more slutty, even more like in my dark femme energy without feeling ashamed for it. You know, at the beginning of the episode, that's what I was talking about, where I felt super shame for it before about other women and felt inadequate. And now I'm like so accepting of this part of me who is like, who loves being super slutty and who loves sex so much and who love, you know, having three orgasms in the morning. And that's, you know, that's my vibe. That's who I am. That's what I love. And that's okay. And as well, I love exploring my own um, my own boundaries and what really turns me on, what doesn't, etc. I could make another episode on, on all this. Um, but yeah, it's like welcoming all these parts of you who wants to be expressed. And society, man, society have shamed this so much, especially for women. It's like, oh, if you're too sexual, you're a prostitute or you're a slut or you're blah, blah, blah. You know, in France, like you're a salop. And it's just like, oh my God, what can I be? What can I not be? And so all this conditioning gets to really be dissolved as well, like with time and with your own exploration, where you get to be the fullest expression of you as a woman, feeling accepted as you are and loved and respected, even in this more like slutty vibes. Like, can you also feel like you are respected even in that? So it's like all these different facets and expression of yourself that, is you and that you're so fucking allowed to express in different contexts for you to be this fullest expression of yourself that feels really fucking good where you're so anchored in who you are in how amazing you are and have so much fun as well with your human experience right it comes back down to this like we only live once you're only gonna be in this body one fucking time and then when your time is over Time is gone. Next. Like, you know, like there's no, you cannot redo your human assignment, right? So it's like, just make the fucking best out of it. Enjoy your time. If you feel called to go, go for it. 
make sure that you are supported make sure that you have the right conversation before and um yeah go for it mm, mm, mm. okay i hope that was super valuable to you i would love to hear your thoughts and reflection on this i love you thank you for being here and i will talk to you so soon bye